morning again. This is David Banner, author of Frame Shifting, A Path to Wholeness. Uh, now we're going to get into the actual experiential tools that I have discovered that have helped me become more holistic in my view of the world, that have helped me become uh, less fearful of the world, and uh, dramatically increasing the peace that I experience on a daily basis. Uh, these tools come in three categories, body, mind, and emotions. So I'm going to start out with the body expansion tools. Um, these tools have a, the ability to expand your awareness of what your body actually represents spiritually. Now, this may sound, <coughs> may sound strange to you uh, that your body represents something spiritually, but in fact it does. Uh, so doing these exercises uh, will help you experience yourself as bigger than just this skin-encapsulated uh, body full of bones, ligaments, and cartilage. So the first tool I'm going to talk about is network spinal analysis. Uh, this was developed by Dr. Donald Epstein. It's a, it's a form of chiropractic, but it's a, a form that's non-touch. It works with the energy centers of the body, uh, gateways, he calls them. And it allows you to really get in touch with um, your body in a whole new way. I believe that Donnie Epstein is a type 8, uh, for those of you that listen to the Enneagram chapter. So therefore, he's very forceful and very direct in his approach. Uh, and to me, that's very helpful. Uh, he really knows what he's doing, and he wants you to help uh, yourself. And he does that through this process called network spinal analysis. <clears throat> so let me explain to you what it looks like. The practitioner has you lying on a chiropractic table uh, face up and he or she scans your body for these gateways and as I understand it uh, provides an energy input uh, via the hands, you don't get touched, but there's a vibrational input to your body. And what this does, it expands your awareness of your body because, uh, and I'm not really sure why it does this, but, but what it does is it causes you to see yourself as much larger than just this skin encapsulated body lying on the chiropractor's table. Uh, you, you seem much bigger than that. You seem like you can expand out into the farther reaches of the cosmos. Uh, again, I'm not really sure because I'm not an expert of how this happens, but it allows you to see that you're more than just a, a body, that you have a, a wholeness and a perfection that came with the design by the Creator. All right, that's that's number one tool. The number tool, number two tool is called Ashaya's Ascension. And this is a process that I've been using since 1997, and it's now 2001, so quite a while. It's similar to meditation, but it's not really meditation. Uh, these tools were developed by Maharishi 
from India. He's actually an American that uh, started calling himself Maharishi. MSA is his nickname. Uh, he has since passed on, uh, but was very influential uh, bringing these tools into the West. And basically what you do with the Shia's Ascension is that there are these attitudes that you say in your mind, which are all positive, and uh, in many cases you move around the body and say these attitudes. Uh, there are many different spheres. Uh, when you take the course, you just learn the first one, <coughs> the first sphere, but <coughs> I've gone all the way up to sixth sphere. And basically what you do is use these attitudes, these positive attitudes. Um, they could be Sanskrit. In this case, they're English, but uh, in, it doesn't matter because as you use these attitudes, focusing on different parts of the body, you begin to experience the body as, again, much more than just the skin encapsulated uh, bag of bones and muscles. Uh, again, I don't understand why this happens, but this does happen and it's extremely powerful. Like I said, I've been doing it for years and years. <clears throat> and it seems to move you into unity consciousness. What that means is you you go to what they first call perpetual consciousness, uh, and then you move all, <coughs> excuse me, all the way up to unity consciousness. And uh, let me give you some examples. Uh, there's some ascension attitudes that focus on the navel chakra, the heart chakra, the third eye, top of the head, the throat chakra, and the genital chakra. Again, I'm not sure why this happens, but you begin to experience yourself as an energy field with these spinning vortices of energy called chakras. Uh, there's seven of them in the body, and those of you that understand chakras know what I'm talking about. And as you focus on each of these chakras, by focusing your attention up, down, left, right, north, south, east, west, you begin to see yourself encompassing all of these areas. So what is your body then? Uh, I, I, before I did uh, Ascension Attitudes, I did Transcendental Meditation, and then I did something called the Siddha Meditation. So I've actually been a meditator for 35 years, probably. They all seem to expand you, and they in general expand you into a, a higher level of development of your own consciousness. Uh, and that is always beneficial, as Ken Wilbur and others have pointed out. So it, meditation is the only uh, scientifically studied way to uh, develop your own inner consciousness. So it's got to be good. And this particular one, Ashaya's Ascension, I find to be very, very helpful in, again, expanding my experience of who I really am. Another thing I've used is shamanism. I studied shamanism for two years with a Peruvian shaman here in Baroqua. She since moved to Florida, but uh, I learned a lot of very interesting 
uh, body-centered tools using shamanism. 4IG-1 is called the Peruvian Death Rites. This one is very interesting. <clears throat> you lie on a table and the shaman uh, helps you lift your causal body out of your physical body. So you're still lying there on the table, but all of a sudden you feel this spiritual pull as, as your causal body comes out of your physical body. And you can actually experience it and <clears throat> look down on your body. <laughs> it's very, very interesting. Uh, of course, it's put back into your body and then there's a little ritual after that. But uh, these kinds of shamanic practices, again, uh, help us understand that we're more than just a body. Uh, the other thing you can do in shamanism is what's called journeying. And this is usually done with some form of drumming or a metronome or something that has a rhythmic uh, cadence to it. And, it. and it puts you in an alternative reality. And in this alternative reality, you can journey back to a time when your particular body had an experience that was traumatic. And you can actually bring that experience into the present moment and heal it. So uh, shamanism has a number of tools that affect the body. Um, here's an example that I did, a journey I did for a friend. I went back and saw her as a little girl. She was afraid of her abusive father. He had hurt her repeatedly. I coaxed her to come back with me so she could reunite with herself at a much older age. At first she was reluctant to do this, but I told her her father couldn't hurt her anymore since he was deceased. Finally, she decided to come back and I entered her essence in the pineal chakra at the top of her head. In a few days, she reported to me that she felt more whole and calm within herself. Um, I've often wondered about the difference between this work and traditional shadow work I've talked about uh, in other parts of the book and my other book. Um, I think that they're related, um, but if the injury, for example, was excessively traumatic, uh, this part that is traumatized is split off from you into another dimension of reality. And that's why it's really helpful. Um, Freud called this uh, the repression of, of a traumatic experience. That's why it's helpful to use something like shamanism to go back in time, journey back in time and understand how that happened and how it can be healed. So shamanism is very helpful. There's another tool that I used uh, called Avatar. Uh, it's still being offered. Uh, back then, I took it in 1992, I think. It was a uh, nine-day experiential retreat. Uh, <clears throat> I mentioned this earlier in the book. Avatar is very helpful for uh, understanding, <laughs> understanding what, the, what the body really is. I'm sorry to be coughing so much today, but for some reason I've got a little <laughs> I've got a little tickle in my throat. Anyway, Avatar is very helpful. So here's how you can use Avatar. It, 
it uh, avatar uh, helps you move into different states of awareness or consciousness. Uh, again, adopting different frames. <clears throat> For example, I used uh, the experience of the tree as one of these examples, and I'll use that one again because it's very good. Uh, you can go into a forest and feel drawn to a particular tree. Then you go to that tree, you enter into the tree with your consciousness, you expand out to the outer limits of the tree, including the leaves, branches, and down through the roots. And then you can actually feel what it feels like to be a tree. <laughs> so where is your body now? Well, it's hard to say. You could say it's in the tree. You can do this with birds. You can do it with other sentient life. You can actually experience what it's like to be any of those uh, sentient beings as yourself. Uh, so again, what is the body? Uh, here's another one. It's called attunement. Um, my wife and I uh, learned this practice probably 30 years ago. And it's very similar to Reiki, for those of you that know what Reiki is. And attunement works with the different endocrine glands, whereas uh, Reiki works with the chakras. But the, the effect is very similar. Uh, <clears throat> what you can do through attunement is balance the endocrine system so that the body comes into harmony with the rhythms of the universe. Healing is the result. Attunement works with the energy field of the body. Um, this system, the endocrine system, is central to attunement. Opening the energy flow with the seven glands is a key uh, component in awakening and maintaining the physical, spiritual connections. One of the things I experienced doing attunement was the boundary between my body becomes blurred and you can actually seem like one body. Everything is included. This gives you an experiential realization of your perception as having a body and being in a body, as The Course in Miracles suggests, a result of separatist thinking. The state of oneness you can experience by sharing an attunement with an attunement practitioner is for that period of time, you actually experience yourself as the attunement practitioner, as the world, as the universe. Uh, it gives you an experiential feeling for a much, much larger body. Finally, uh, there is Aikido. I'm a black belt in Aikido. Aikido is a uh, martial art. It's the only martial art that is defensive in nature. <clears throat> and I practiced Aikido for many years and attained the black belt, first degree black belt in Aikido. Uh, Aikido also uh, has a practice which is very similar to some of these other practices. And, and what you do is you go into this point about two inches below your navel. It's called the one point in Aikido. And you begin to expand in your mind your body from this one point. And so you fill up the room, you fill up the city you're in, you fill up the state, you fill up the country, you fill up the planet, you fill up the solar system, and you keep expanding out, 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 out. 
to the farthest reaches of the universe. And obviously you're just doing this in your mind, but you can have an experience of all of these, all of these different locations as being part of your body. Um, again, this is very, very interesting stuff. Uh, then you come back, of course, to your body in the room and in planet, on planet Earth. And so you haven't really changed your body, but you've changed your experience of the dimensions of your body. And that's what's really important in all of these body expansion tools. You come to realize experientially that you're not just this little bitty uh, skin encapsulated body, that you actually are much, much bigger than that. And you include the entire universe. So uh, that sounds very strange if you haven't had these experiences, but I encourage all of you to give these a try because they are very, very uh, helpful in expanding your sense of who you really are as a body. Okay, I think that's enough for this one, and we'll go to the next chapter. Thank you.